Well, hey you, hello there, every person everywhere. Well, hello again, everyone. My name is Lynn, and this is Every Person Everywhere, stuff that you can relate to. So in the last episode, I talked a bit about what life story events had happened that led me to being in England and led me to traveling and seeing and doing as much as I could in life. But then I also said, whoa, let's take a step back here. We need to go back to the first time I was on the plane. So I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but I was a very neurotic and anxious child. I had a very protective mother growing up, and I had a father who was very all beans, no guts, no glory kind of person. And so this led me to being a very anxious child. I was afraid of pretty much everything growing up. But one day, my mom and dad said, in six months' time, we are going to get on a plane, and we are going to go to St. Thomas in the United States Virgin Islands, and I want you to experience what we experienced on our honeymoon. We're sorry that we couldn't take you with us as part of a family vacation, but you were sort of busy being one year old, which I was, because, um, fun fact... My mom was deemed infertile by five different physicians, so imagine the shock on all of their faces when I came around, and was a thing. My mom and dad, both having gone through their first marriage already, and quite unsuccessfully with a very bad turnout, they said, well, we can date forever. We're not really in a rush to get married ever. But... Once I came along, that changed because insurance and America loves insurance policies. And insurance policies are a bit more affordable and manageable and meaningful if you're a family unit and not just two cohabitants and their random offspring. So, we became a family when I was about one years old. They went to the United States Virgin Islands. They had talked about it here and there for years to come. I remember saying, wow, that sounds beautiful that'd be cool to go see and then one day after band practice because I was in the high school or rather middle school marching band at that point in time they said sure let's take you so even long car rides made me uncomfortable and being away from my home at that point in time made me incredibly anxious I never wanted to be away from RuneScape and away from Diablo 2, Lord of Destruction, for really anything more than a couple of hours most. So getting me out of the house to do mostly anything was very challenging when I was 13. Like I said, books were better friends than people, video games were my escape from those people that tormented me. I wanted nothing to do with, you know, leaving the house as much as possible. So then... When I was told that I had to psychologically prepare myself to get on the plane back then, I remember saying, wow, this could be an experience. I guess I'll be okay because my parents are with me, but there's already been several sleepovers I've gone to at a friend's house 10 minutes down the road where I've panicked and come home because mom wasn't there when I was scared or needed her, or when I was very, very anxious and didn't know what anxiety meant, there was nobody there to help me especially because living in a mostly rural part of the world, nobody really understands anxiety. So imagine the look on my face when I'm told, yeah, 
There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. When we go to St. Thomas, we are there the whole time. I don't care if you're miserable. We are not forfeiting the countless hundreds of dollars that we spent on restaurant reservations and trip reservations in general to send you home. And we're also not sending you home by yourself because you're 13 and can't manage it. Funny fact, I was 14 when I had a similar occurrence happen and I was far away from home and I was very miserable because I did not like hot weather. And that was the first time I got on a plane by myself at the age of 14. Of course, the guy sitting next to me, about a decade older than me, says, why are you on this plane by yourself? You're too young for that. And I said, eh, I've got issues back home I want to attend to. And I didn't really want to survive the summer heat instead of enjoy the summer heat. And he said, you're going to regret it. Joke's on him. I did, but then I went back a couple of months later. So that happened a year later. But I digress, as you may find will happen more often than I'd like to admit. So I was in the airport. All the sounds, all the lights, all the departure lanes... Everything was just so stimulating. There was so much happening there. And I remember thinking, wow, I'm going to get from here to somewhere that there's a plane. Somehow, followed the instructions of my family every single step of the way. And then I got on the plane for the first time and we went to St. Thomas. I remember when that plane took off. I swear to God, I could hear Pink Floyd's Learning to Fly play in the background. I was very fortunate. You see, I had a fascination with things that flew after I just got done with a five-year fascination with the oceans. This would eventually just transform into me loving animals and, you know, mechanics of motion in general, be it humans walking or cheetahs crawling across the savanna at record paces or be it sharks in the ocean swimming, or be it hawks trying to soar through the sky to find their next prey. I would just love motion in general. But the fun began when we were in the air. I looked outside and I heard the words of Pink Floyd play on my, I think it was a Dolby, is that what it was called? A Dolby CD player, that's right because I was so hipster that at the age of 13, although iPods were out, I still only listened to CDs. Yep, I was one of those. I was not mainstream in the slightest. And so I was listening to Pink Floyd's Learning to Fly, just as it had played in my head earlier and went, wow, I could get used to this. Above the clouds, on a wing and a prayer, my grubby halo, a vapor trail in the empty air. And it was beautiful. They got it right when they said there is no sensation that compares to this. Suspended animation, futile bliss. Can't keep my eyes from the circle in the sky. Tongue bound and wishful, just a earthbound misfit eye. At least I think that's how the lyrics go. I know those of you that like Pink Floyd even more than I do will most likely correct me, but that's okay. I was in love, and we haven't even stepped off the plane yet. Fun fact, we had a multi-step flight, so we got to get off the plane in North Carolina, 
chill out for about two hours in Stoneman Douglas Airport and then get back on the plane. So I got to experience the bliss of flying twice that day. And I quickly fell in love. And I quickly realized that this might be what I needed to get out of my comfort zone and to get out of my anxious head. And I'll leave it there for now until I talk about St. Thomas in the next episode. At least through pictures and what I remember. So the way that'll work is I'll scroll through old photos and see what I can see and see what I find. Now, when I was 13, Facebook wasn't invented, so the only pictures I have are in a photo album at home. I know, not very helpful, but still. So, I wonder now if you, the listener, can relate to something that got you out of your comfort zone for the first time. Something that helped you break that anxious thought you had. And I want you to reflect on what that was. Send me a message and let me know your thoughts. Let me know what it is that got you out of your comfort zone. I want to know. Because I love hearing from you. I love hearing from everybody. I love relating to people and their stories. And I love being able to be relatable. And to this I add my sacred, beautiful silence. <laughs>